Okay, good morning and welcome to another episode of Homefront Chronicles, a journey through motherhood, life in the service. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. I've got a very special guest on today. Her name is Lisa. She is a dedicated military spouse and mom of two, as well as the proud owner of Assiduous Fitness. She is a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and virtual training specialist. Beyond her professional commitments, she has a deep love for the outdoors, including activities like hiking, camping, and paddleboarding. Her mission is to help others achieve their fitness goals and lead healthier, happier lives through fitness and nutrition. So welcome to the podcast, Lisa. Hey, everybody. It's good to be here. I know. I'm so glad you decided to come on. I know when I first reached out, you're like, I don't know, but I'm like, we can do this. You can do this. It'll be great. Yep. Well, I'm not such a great talker, but I'll try my best. That's okay. Well, so how was your morning so far? The girls get off to school. Okay. Oh yeah. Girls are at school. Got my workout in running the dog, you know, look at you. Get a a girl. (laughs) Well, so I invited you onto this podcast. I know that For me, the weight loss journey and getting healthier after having kids has been such a challenge. And when I watched you and going through your journey, you always inspired me. And I reached out to you multiple times, always for like advice and tips and to encourage me. And I know I kind of go back and forth and, you know, so I just wanted you to be able to share your journey of how you got started and how you've stuck to it and made a whole lifestyle around being healthier after having your girls. So you know, where was your starting point or when did you decide to commit to that journey? Well, I specifically remember we were in Washington. Um, it was after my daughter, Tessa, I was extremely overweight after having her, like I'm talking, I was 258 pounds. Yeah. Um, And for me, I'm five, four. So that's a lot of weight to be holding. And I think not being able to walk down the street And being winded and just feeling lost, you know, that military part of it too. Like I didn't have a community. I didn't have friends when we were there. I was just like on my own overweight and it was, it was awful. It was an awful feeling. I was like, I have got to make a change. A change has to happen for me mentally, physically for Tessa. Right. (laughs) Like to be there. You know, I have to be, well, I don't want to be that mom who's trying to chase my kid down the street and not able to breathe. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, So I think just starting, there was one other girl, we had um, daughters the same age. She lived right down the block. She was also a military spouse. So we started running. Yeah. We started running together. That's all I did. Um, And I couldn't run down the block. And I, I remember someone was driving by and was like, you're so fat. While I was running with the stroller and I was like, my gosh, I was like sad, but at the same time I was like, I feel the fire light within me. (laughs) You just fueled my fire. Here I come, you know, oh my goodness. I played sports my whole life. I played three sports in high school. Like Mm -hmm. fitness was a part of my, my, my life. And then, yeah. And it turned into you move away from family. Right. Um, for me, coping, drinking, as you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I was a big drinker. I struggled with alcohol because that's how I found 
calm, I guess you could say like, oh, let's right. just forget about it. I'm just going to drink. Um, right. So being just partying, and for socializing party. and meeting new people when you're out yeah, of your element. And, and it leaves such an empty, an empty space in your heart. <laughs> like, yeah. Like this isn't it. This isn't who I am. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where my journey, I think really began was after Tessa and, and giving up yeah. drinking for the most part at that point. Right. And just kind of feeling like something's lit within you that now you're ready to start this journey and fully commit. Cause that's, that's my hard part is I feel like I get started and I get motivated and then something happens. And then I kind of like fall back, you know, a few steps. So sometimes it's hard to commit fully and to accept that, like, you're going to stumble sometimes, but that doesn't mean the journey's over. You don't have to just right stop and give up all the healthy. It's like, okay, we had a setback. Now let's get back on it. Do you, right. do you like, where did, did you start with like any apps? Like, did you watch TikTok or Instagram or did you just Google like meals or how did you kind of figure out the healthy part? Like getting more nutritious living, I, think I guess. Just like, so I ended up joining a gym. So okay. I think so in Washington, I was like, okay, running's not cutting it. Like I need, I need to go to the gym. I need, I need other people around me like-minded. Right. Um, you know, no, and fortunately for me, that community in Washington, they were so loving yeah, <laughs> and so supportive. Like they saw me coming in, they saw me putting in the work and that encouragement just from other people was like, okay, I got this. It's okay. Right. It's like that reassurance. And right. And there's days in the gym where you're crying and there's days in the gym where you're screaming and you're happy. Like right. it's a whole emotional, it's a whole emotional journey as well. And then the guilt part of it, like, oh, I'm leaving my daughter. Right. I, should, I shouldn't too. leave my daughter at home. I should be home with her. But mm -hmm. And I think that's maybe one of the biggest setbacks that moms have is prioritizing themselves. Absolutely. You have got to prioritize your happiness. Right. It's hard. <laughs> um, so once you figure that out, and I think we'll get into that as the prioritizing, mm -hmm. I think once you figure it out, things will click. You know, I like right. this. I like doing this. I'm going to try something new. It's about finding out who you are as a mom. because. Right. It is one heck of a journey. <laughs> it is. I always tell people that I say, you know, especially when they're younger, I feel like when Allison was first born, it was hard for me to get out of that funk when I first had her. Cause I didn't want to leave her with anybody, you know, not even necessarily with Brian. Like sometimes I would find myself not wanting to leave the house when he was there. Yep. Like, He's her father. <laughs> he can do this, you know, but I just, I just wanted to be near her all the time. And then when I was working, I felt like, okay, now you have even less time with her. So in the evenings, it's like, oh, well, I don't want to work out because I don't want to lose out on that time that I have with her. And, you know, so it's just hard to like get into that routine. And Brian and I have both talked about it. And we're like, okay, we each need our own time during the week to work out. So we need to make a schedule. So we have certain days where this is his workout day where he's going to stay late at work, go to the gym, lift, do what he wants to do. And then these will be my days and trying to incorporate that and, you know, voicing that to your spouse or partner. And that way, you know how each other feel and you can support each other. <laughs> yep. I think that's important too. Yeah. You know, your spouse has got to support you as well because it, it is a whole support system. Like right. I, I need this and I, I need you to see that I need it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're not mind readers. 
Right. (laughs) (laughs) You got it down. You need a little bit more than just a light hint. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) Well, so, so you went on this journey, you lost the weight and then you became pregnant with your second daughter. Yeah. So was it hard, you know, after you had gotten fit and you've lost this weight and you're on that journey and then you're pregnant again, was it hard for you when you were going through that pregnancy or after Yeah, it was was because that whole pregnancy. So I had had a different light on things. I was like, I worked Mm -hmm. out until I was nine months pregnant. But unfortunately for me, I'm just that lady who's big. I'm a big Mm -hmm. pregnant lady. (laughs) No matter how well I eat, (laughs) no matter how much I worked out, I'm just that big lady. I think (laughs) accepting like, okay, I got to do this all over again. Yeah. Um, I think that part of it was hard. And then with Lily, I had some postpartum depression that I guess I didn't really know what it was. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was really dark. Like I didn't know who I was. Like I yeah. was, we, we got orders then, you know, out of Washington. Mm-hmm. So I was nine months pregnant. We got orders to Pennsylvania, moved there mm-hmm. nine months pregnant. Didn't know anybody. <laughs> that's, that's hard. It's like, you don't have that support system around you and you're pregnant and it, you think it'll be easier the second time around, but not necessarily no, things can no. have every pregnancy is different. And then tack on to that. Now we're going to move across the country. Right. And, and so this over. was supposed to be like, you know, a, a base where Craig was going to be around a lot. Well, yeah. turns out he wasn't around a lot. He was in Ohio working yeah. for a week. Mm-hmm. It was, it added up to a deployment. He was gone all the time. So here I am on my own right. with two kids, a newborn, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where drinking came in again. I had a neighbor who was drinking a lot and I got sucked into that ugly part of me that I didn't like, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm going to be real. I had anxiety. I was on anxiety medication. Right. I was drinking while I was on anxiety medication, which I think made things worse. Right. Yeah. And I didn't it. know that. And then it kind of clicked like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, and I'm a very holistic approach. I, d- I don't like medicine for some mm-hmm. people it works for them. For me, it doesn't work. doesn't work at all. Makes me worse. I think. <laughs> right. Right. Everybody's um, different. Right. So I ended up getting off of that. And then I finished my, I decided I was like, I'm going to be a personal trainer. I, okay. I've worked with, you know, people at the gym, right. I've learned from trainers at the gym. I want to be a trainer. Mm-hmm. Like I want to help people because it feels so good. Yeah. You want <laughs> to share them, that with other people. Right. I want to watch them change their habits and change their lives. And mm-hmm. I think once I worked for another company, this was really what, what. I, Give I you that nudge. <laughs> that nudge. That nudge. Worked, you I won't say the company, but I was selling supplements. Um, I yeah. And I was like making all these posts about, you know, oh, take this. It'll help you lose weight. And in the back of my mind, I was like, I can't do this. This is fake. This is not how you do it. Right. This is not how it's done. This is not how I want to help people. And I quit. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Forget it. And I I took, you know, I ordered my NASM, NASM. Mm -hmm. Um, my CPT, I did that. Um, 
I, I remember the day that I passed my exam. I worked really hard with Craig being gone studying. Right. And the girls I passed my exam and I ran outside and I was like, I did, I did it. <laughs> and I think like that for me, it was like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to do real. This. It's happening. It's happening. Like I am a person, I'm a mom. Sure. But Absolutely. I can be my own person. Yeah. Um, and I think that 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 was it for me. It was just a huge light. I love that. I love it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's hard to find like that moment, but it's like once you feel that and it's like you pass that exam and it's like, okay, my next chapter starts now. Yep. This is real. This is no longer something that I think about during the day when you know everything is chaos and I'm just trying to get everybody together and out the door and all the household stuff going. Now it's real. I'm moving forward and I'm starting this chapter. It's so awesome. I love that for you. Thank you. Uh, And so when you moved, so your business, so you do it all virtual or do you all virtual, um, all virtual training. So, um, I, I have an app that I use, um, and I dabbled in this when I, so I started training when we were still in Pennsylvania, I worked for a gym, another gym. (laughs) And I, as a trainer there, okay. um, I was master trainer there. And I, uh, that was another thing that really just was like, I need to help people more. So these clients were coming in, they were getting a 25 minute session uh-huh. and the standard of the gym was like, that's it. That's all they get. And I was like, I don't work like that. Right. It's <laughs> so hard to I accomplish took it all up- of it in that, that period of time. Right. So I took it upon myself. I did some research on like fitness apps. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I bought this app called trainer eyes, which is still what I use now. Okay. Um, and I put all of my clients on this app. So mm-hmm. they had something else, like not a booklet of, Oh, do a squat, you know, cause maybe they don't know how to do a squat. Right. And it had some video prompts. Um, and I made them full programs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were seeing results and everyone wanted to come work with me at one time. I think I had like 67 clients. Wow. And I was like, this is too much. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. <laughs> because with the gyms, they just keep, you know, right. they keep sending you people. So you're like, oh my gosh. Okay. Right. How <laughs> many ended up getting orders to California? So <laughs> like, here we go again. <laughs> and, yeah. Here we go again. So here that is when I was like, okay, I don't want to work for another gym. I don't want to keep switching jobs. Like it's so, right. it takes such a mental toll, mm-hmm. like having to start all over and not have that something that you worked, you know, my client base that right. I you built so it. You're, you're, you're building up this client base and the trust with, you know, your clients that you're working with there. And now it's like, okay, now I have to move to a whole different place and start over again, exactly. regain the trust, rebuild my following. <laughs> yes. And that was, I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to work for another gym. I'm going to start my own business. And it was terrifying. I yeah. had, I had no idea what I was doing. I <laughs> Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, I need this and this and this. And, but it ended up, you know, you do the research is just like the gym. You do the research, you mm-hmm. put in the work, things don't come together immediately. Um, right. It takes time. Luckily for me, I had a following from my clients in Pennsylvania and I still oh, train yeah. some of them today. That's great. So they've been with me almost three years. I still have clients that I'm training in Pennsylvania. That's um, awesome. That's like the beauty of the social media world to be able to do that and still keep in touch and still provide 
like a service across the world, you know? Right. That's awesome. And I, and I I think the hardest part about is social media is people don't know that you're real. Like there's so many, it's true. There's so many influencers and I'm not, I'm not big on social media. I, Mm -hmm. if it was up to me, I wouldn't use it, but I kind of have to. (laughs) Right. Right. It's Um, the world, (laughs) but it, it comes down to, okay, so how can I make this better for other people? It's not about if I like personal training, how do I get my name out there Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, I'm here. I am real. I want you to succeed. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you every step of the way. (laughs) Right. And I'm real and I truly want to help you. And I'm not just in it for, you know, a profit or to be the top fitness person on an Instagram platform or TikTok or whatever. It's like, you know, like I've gone through this journey. I know how hard it is. I've learned a lot along the way. And now I want to be able to share it with other people, other Mm -hmm. moms, and then not even just the moms, but anybody that's on their journey. It's like, I want to be able to share that with you, the knowledge that I've gained. Right. You know, I feel like that's so important. That's like one of the reasons why I started this podcast was I want to be able to plug in people that I know that have done research and work and gone through a journey and they have stuff to share because we're all in different chapters of our lives. And some people are just starting that chapter one and they have no idea how to get past that, that first moment where you just want to get started, but you just don't know where to start. And there's so much information out there that it's, it's, it's a bit drowning. Yes. You can find good information legitimate information and have just that starting point. I feel like that's, that's it. That's how you start your journey. <laughs> yeah. That's key. That's yeah. key. Um, especially with just, it's just false information. Um, right. just an example, keto, keto became this huge fad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we it's such a dangerous paths. fad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and that's all it is. So I think putting things to rest, like, no, no, we don't have to not eat carbohydrates, right? Carbs no. are good for your brain. Yes, they're good. And it's the number one fuel source for your body. <laughs> you right, know, so right. being able to teach things like that to people like, no, you can eat carbohydrates. That doesn't mean we're going to eat a bag of potato chips. Right, right. Um, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes. <Every day>. Sometimes <laughs> we can enjoy a little bit. Yes. <laughs> it's finding the balance. And I think right. that's what I really try to. And I, I think my niche is I'm still growing my, you know, what I am or who I want to help. And I I'm finding that my niche is moms, right? Is well, you, can re- you can relate there. I mean, a lot of times people say like, if you're trying to do something, it's like, okay, well, who are you and who do you want to help? And sometimes it's like, okay, well, where was I like, you know, yeah. and so trying to find, you know, who I want to help, who I want to reach out to and all of that, and just trying to share. And I feel like you've had to go through it two times you know, the weight loss journey and everything. And like I said, the pregnancies are always different. Mm -hmm. So sometimes what worked for you the first time might not work the second time. So having somebody that you can have as a soundboard, you know, to go back and forth and figure it out. I feel like that's super important. Right. And I I also feel like moms are really hard on themselves. I find that moms are so so hard on themselves. And especially Mm -hmm. I could cry like military spouses. Mm -hmm. Man, are we a breed? We are. <laughs> <laughs> because anything that life throws at you, you got to figure it out. Your yeah. husband's gone or your wife is deploying. Like you, mm-hmm. you got to figure it out. Absolutely. You're I on your own. 
I'm like the last time I finally got into like my last time that I got super into taking care of myself. I had just Allison. I was like, Oh, I'm going to get so fit. I was on this journey. I was doing it. We had a weight loss, you know, competition at our job. I was feeling so good. And then I got pregnant with McKinsey and I was like, okay, this time I'm going to do it right. I'm going to have a healthy pregnancy. I'm going to be more strict about what I'm eating and try not to gain as much. Still gained a bunch. I feel like I gained more than I did with my first pregnancy. I'm like, what in the world, you know? And then she comes into the world and I felt like I felt better after her pregnancy. I felt like I got back into the groove faster. Mm -hmm. You know, she slept a little bit better and I feel like we felt more confident. And so we started, you know, I've got back into my groove working out and then Brian deployed and he was supposed to be deployed when I was pregnant. And so now I've got two kids, the six month old and my oldest daughter, and I'm trying to work a full-time job. And I fell off that workout wagon, nutrition wagon quickly. Cause I was, you know, eating my stress and I just felt like I had no time to work out. And so it was a struggle to kind of pull myself back together and say, okay, <laughs> it's okay. And it's okay to take a little break, but it now is. working back towards it since we moved to Hawaii. Cause it was like, okay, Brian's coming home. I'm going to get fit again. <laughs> then he comes home and now we have six months to move to Hawaii it's like, okay, here we go we, again. Maybe when we get to Hawaii, I'm going to get <laughs> active. And so now I feel like I'm back at the beginning of my journey again. But the good news is that I've done it before. I know the workout routines and kind of have my baseline. And I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So now it's getting to it and sticking with it. And I always start feeling better within a few weeks. Once I get oh, yeah. in my routine, I feel happier. And like you said, like, I feel like I can play with my kids. Like nothing's worse than feeling like at the end of the day, they want to go to the park or want to go on a walk. And I'm like, Oh, I just want to sit here. And then I feel terrible. I'm like, no, go on that walk, get them outside. Even if it's a short little bit, like I want to feel energized enough to take them on hikes. We're in Hawaii. I want to do all the things, you know? And so it's like getting back into that and feeling good for myself and for my girls. Right. Yeah. It's good for you. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll, I'll share my journey with you guys. Don't worry. Consistent. Um, Gotta be consistent. Consistent and something realistic. It's like, you gotta pick something realistic or you're never going to stick with it. Well, so, uh, let my listeners know where can they find you in the social media world? I am on Facebook. So either it's Lisa Strateski, or I also have a business page, um, assiduous fitness. Okay. Um, same for Instagram, Elstrateski. Okay. Or Assiduous Fitness. So there's two different ones. Um, I think I post more on my personal <laughs> mm-hmm. than I do on my Assiduous pages, but I'm working on that. I'm a work in progress. So okay, perfect. And then any pieces of advice before we get off for that mama on her chapter one, just oh, getting mamas. started on her journey. Mamas. <laughs> It is a journey and you you really need to find out who you are. It doesn't have to be just one thing. It doesn't just have to be, I have to work out. I have to eat right. What do you enjoy? You got to find something that you enjoy. So for me now, I crochet. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I've taken up crochet, but it's something that's calm because the rest yeah. of me is always go, go, go. So having something calm to sit and just crochet something, put your mind towards something that you like golf, swimming, do something for you. Um, and once you figure out who you are, you're it's endless for you. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you haven't yet, you can find me on Instagram at Homefront Chronicles Podcast. I hope you all have a blessed week and I'll catch you next week. Bye guys. Bye.